Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fortitude Radio. This is your host, James Perky, and on this episode, we get to sit down and talk with Steve and Cody about an upcoming workshop they have going down here at Fortitude Strength. This workshop is going to be all things language. For those that don't know, language has a huge, huge influence on us. Steve and Cody have gone through some education and certification through a program known as Enlifted. This provided them with the understanding and knowledge of how we can use our language in order to help build ourselves up rather than destroy us. So plug in some headphones and sit back and relax. Find out what this workshop is all about. As always, thanks for tuning in and please do us a favor and like, subscribe, and share to any friends and family that you might think enjoy or benefit from tuning in. Until next time. Language workshop. Yes. Yep. Language workshop. Who's doing it? We are. Oh, you guys are doing it? Yeah, we're putting it on. Okay. So you like you guys are the host? Yeah. I don't think Steve's invited anymore. I think he needs to be cut from the crew. So um <laughs> to put this this train back on the rails. Yeah. <laughs> uh Steve and I have both gone through a certification process mm-hmm. called Enlifted. Yeah. So in, Steve's an Enlifted level one, not to one up him. I'm an Enlifted level three coach. <laughs> so, not to, not to two up him. Or anything, <laughs> right? He's the so, yeah. the power yeah, one. That's right. <laughs> Come with me, young Jedi. Yeah. So Just call me Darth Vader. Enlifted is really a series of tools and an education process to take control of the story. Right. The story that's going on inside our head about who we are, who we need to be, um, the things that we do and do not want, the, the life that we're creating for ourselves. So what we're going to go through in this workshop is a couple of the pillars. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, the, the pillars of conflict and architect language. So a really practical example of the very first one is called a negation. So conflict language is all of the, creates a bunch of the things that we don't want, right? Architect creates the life that we do want. Each of these has, you know, there are two sides of a coin, there's a yin and a yang, and there's three separate um, kind of categories. See, so yeah, I just used some soft talk yeah, right there. Oh, he caught himself. There are three separate categories. The first one is negations, which pairs, that's the conflict, which pairs with projections, which is the architect. So negations focuses, focus us on the things that we do not want. A really practical example of this is I have a goal to lose 20 pounds. So I wake up first thing in the morning, I look at myself in the mirror and I start pinching the areas of my body that I want to get rid of and I don't want anymore. And I look at myself very critically and likely when I pinch that, I make some sort of like a scrunchy face and I hold my breath and I'm like, mm. okay, so I'm focused on what I don't want. I don't want this weight anymore. What we want to try to do with that and what that the problem with that is it becomes a story over time. Right. It's not just you doing it that one time. It's every time you look at yourself, you're being very critical of yourself, thinking about the things about yourself that you don't want, you don't like. You take those things, apply time to it. Right. And now you've got a story. I'm not good enough. I'm gross. I'm fat. Who could ever love me? Mm, Okay. All of that stems from the negation. The negation is don't, can't, want, isn't, shouldn't. I am not good enough, whatever that thing is. And we want to take that and we want to learn how we can create language that is more of uh, architect language, a projection. Mm. Or, yes, or excuse me, a an affirmation. Okay. 
So negations and affirmations. I think earlier I said negations and projections. You did. You did. Thanks for catching me there. I was waiting for you to like get a breath in. <laughs> Padawan struggling over here. Okay. Negations and affirmations. Okay. So affirmations are, they focus on what we do want, mm. right? I do want to be healthy. I do love my body. I am changing the way that I feel. I am changing the way that I look. I love the process. I love the journey. I love me. Okay. Right. I am good enough. All of those things. So rather, one of the ways that we can start to affect the change now. Right. So we know that stories, the stories that we have in our head, we'll get to that next. The four things. So let's keep this on the rails. Okay. And by let's by us, I mean me. <laughs> Conflict language. We have negations. We have um, affirmations. So we got the, the, the two there. Next, down the conflict language rabbit hole, we have what are called what's called soft talk. So one of the things I caught myself doing earlier is the kinda. Yeah, maybe. Kinda, maybe, mm. sorta, would po would possibly like to. Yeah. Right? There's the great example of guy goes up to a girl and says, hey, would you kinda, sorta, maybe like to go out with me on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, 100% not. <laughs> For sure. Rather than, hey, let's go out on Saturday mm. at 8 p.m. It's confident. It's kind of, it, the excess, yeah. soft talk is the excessive use of softening words that, that creates ambiguity. Mm. It's a little bit of a social thing, right? If you're like, hey, would you guys like to, you know, would you and Liza like to go out to dinner this weekend, maybe? Yes, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. If we've got, if we don't have plans. Yeah, yeah. so that'll likely be the thing, rather than, hey, uh, this weekend, eight o'clock, got reservations for dinner, are you in? Sounds good. So what I've taken out there is I've, I've removed all the ambiguity of it. And I, the reason that we use, one of the reasons we use soft talk is it, it creates a buffer against rejection, right? If I'm like, hey, would you kind of maybe sort of like to? And you're like, no. I'm like, okay, that's cool. See ya. Yeah, right? It doesn't bad. really yeah. hurt. It doesn't yeah. hurt as bad because, well, I was just on the fence about it. I was a little ambiguous. I was like, maybe kind of, sort of. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I've got other plans anyway. We take away the soft talk. We create salt. We use solid talk. We create more clarity, less ambiguity. Mm. Right. Who wants who wants more confusion in their relationship with anybody? Mm. No, one. no, one wants no that. one raises their hands. Yeah. Right. The last one on there is projections and reflections. So this is this is where we get into the weeds a little bit with the story work stuff, um, projections assign responsibility to someone or something outside of ourselves. So classic example, um, he was mean to me. He did something to me, right? And now I, my only option is to, be, is to feel slighted or to feel bad. Mm. Two ways that we can do what's called translate that, we can do I did that to me or he did that to himself. Okay. He's responsible for him. I'm responsible for me. Right? You know, I I had a different life before the fitnessy side. Gotten fights a lot, not a lot, but enough in college. Right? And if the story that I ha would have held on to was, well, he hurt me, then I have no choice to do what? To but to do but to be a victim. Right. I have no choice but to be a victim of the story that I'm creating in my head. And if I keep that and run that loop long enough, right, I then succumb to the victim mentality.
I have no choice now for the rest of my life but to be a victim to something that he did, and it'll haunt you. So he did that to himself. I did that to me. That allows me to take ownership of my participation in the act. Right? If you get in a fight with somebody, like a physical altercation, most of the time, and not every time, but most of the time, two people are involved. Oh, I mean, unless you're fighting yourself, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's weird examples, yeah. right? You could get jumped or something. Multiple people, yeah. But if you end up in that situation, there is ownership to be had. And the beauty of that ownership is now there's something that you can do about it. Yeah. So we have those pillars of language, right? We're gonna go through that. We're going to identify, and then we're gonna talk about the four things that are uh, that the stories affect, and then uh, the four things that, that they affect, and then we'll go through what's called the four-step story work process. That's always a fun time, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, going going through that myself in the level one, um, that you know the level one process for me was you know all about like self exploration, going through the stories that I had in my own mind. At first, it was like this is so simple and so direct, and then all of a sudden you start noticing it start working, and you start changing and you start believing these things that you're now changing just small things in language, and they start coming up physically. Like I start doing things better. I start having better relationships with people. And it's just from writing things on paper and saying them out loud. Yeah. It's insane. Oh yeah. It's powerful. The little the little snippet I've had is blows your mind. It's very, very like, whoa, what the what just happened? So yeah, it's very powerful. Um and that's that's kind of the idea soft talk knowledge. Um that's the idea is that this workshop is to get an understanding of how powerful that language is and how you can do things to make it in your favor or use it to be positive and build and grow rather than sit there and just debunk yourself you are who you say you are right if we believe that to be true then the words that we have we know that the words create stories the stories create beliefs the beliefs influence our behavior and our behaviors ultimately create our identity mm. it all starts with the words that we use yeah so if we can go back to the beginning start to change the words right, improve them, start to use our language for us. We can affect those four things. We can affect our breathing. We can affect our emotions. Um, we can start to create a better, a better possible outcome. Now we're the owners of our life. We get to cultivate the identity that we want rather than be the victim of happenstance, circumstance, life, Right, it becomes creation or architect versus conflict or um, you know that destruction survival. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's lots going to be packed into this workshop. So when is this workshop? I think we mentioned at the very beginning, um, but just go ahead and shout that doubt date out there once again. That way, everyone who's listening or watching knows. Saturday the nineteenth. Saturday nineteenth. So that's approximately week and a half yeah. approximately a week and a half by the time this drops it'll probably be a week yep about a week away um what time is that 10 30 we'll still have 9 a.m class as normal 10 30 workshop the workshop is free uh it's free for for everybody who wants to come it can be members non-members anybody Perfect. who wants to get the information um so 
members listening to it, feel free to bring some some friends or family that you think are going to get mm. value out of it. Heck yeah. We'll still cap the workshop at 15 people. Okay. We want to make sure that it's impactful for the 15 people who want to do it. And um, also, some of this stuff that we get into, it's better to have smaller groups. Mm, yeah. Right? That, way we yeah. Can, that way we can go into you know, whatever you need to get out of it. Whereas if we have 20 or 30 people in the room and we're, we're aiming for 90 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like coaching a class. If I have, if I have 20 people in 60 minutes, that means everybody gets three minutes. Mm -hmm. So if we keep it small for the 15, we can uh, make sure that it's enough appropriate amount of time for each individual. Absolutely. Sweet. That'll be a awesome opportunity for those that are listening or watching or hear about this. I definitely uh, recommend taking it up. It's uh, quite the experience. I've had some exposure myself, so it's uh, it's definitely something to uh, partake in. So Steve, Cody, you guys have any last things you want to wrap this bad boy up with? The things that people are going to take away from this workshop is the, the knowledge mm. of what these words are, how we can use them for us, and then also the steps. So we will go through the four step, which we didn't even get to touch on today, but we will go through the four step story work process so that you can start to do this for yourself. You can start to identify where are the stories that I want to change, I want to improve, I want to make better. And then what are the, how can I manipulate my language to serve me now rather than uh, rather than not. Not absolutely. Steve, you got anything you want to wrap it up with? Um, I will just touch on the fact that, again, this is just like an area of fitness. Uh, it can be trained. It can be worked. It's just like, you know, adding pounds on your squat. This whole language piece uh, will have a huge impact on the way you approach everything. Oh, absolutely. It's huge. It is huge. All right, guys. Well, for those that are watching, thanks for uh, visualizing on YouTube. For those that are listening, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Fortitude Radio.